Hey, welcome everyone to the Church Explained podcast, a conversation to grow your leadership mm. and build your church. I'm Dave. I'm Nathan. And uh, as usual, we are your hosts we for this episode. Indeed. Today we've been joined by uh, Chandler Boyce and uh, he's kindly provided us with a bio here. Great bio. Uh, it's a great <laughs> bio. So get ready, people. Strap yourselves in. Here we go. Uh, oh, Lord. Now, Chandler, Chandler is passionate about every relationship he makes and every audience he speaks to. He loves people and wants to help them by any means possible. As the president of Free Church Media and the owner of the marketing co-op, Chandler is passionate about helping people grow their influence to advance the kingdom. Oh right, get yourselves strapped in, people. Here we go, here we go. When he isn't working, you'll find Chandler spending time with his wife and six-year-old daughter, Googling the newest trends, using up all Verizon's cell phone minutes, cleaning out the entire Haribo gummy bear factory, and trying to figure out why golf is so hard. And I'm still trying to figure that out. So why is it so hard, Chandler? Dude, listen, as a former college baseball player it is the most frustrating thing i have experienced in life like i like i would say the hardest thing in life is marriage but golf is harder than that <laughs> golf golf is a and uh, but it but it's the it's the good shots that keep you coming back no matter how many bad shots you have the one good shot will keep you coming back oh absolutely it just takes one it just takes one it's 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 like you it you know, I've never, uh, I've never been. I didn't ever have a uh, a drug phase, but I imagine if I was a drug addict, that that that's the the correlation. Your, like with golf, face. is that one good shot? You're like, I'm gonna come back. I'm not gonna give yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chandler, it is so good to have you with us. We should welcome you properly. Mm, yeah. Uh, get off the golf topic because this isn't a golfing podcast. No, no. Even but, though it uh, is, uh, <laughs> as at time of recording, Dave, it is Masters Week. It is Masters Week. Okay. Well, I, I, I was attracted to the gummy birds, but you went for the uh, golf. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what can we say? Hey, well, it's so good to have you here. And uh, we just want to dig in a little bit and find out something about yourself. So, hey, Chandler, tell us a little bit about your story. You your, maybe your faith background, ministry background, and uh, it would be gracious to hear about that. Yeah, faith background. So fortunate to have been raised um, by two wonderful parents, Christian parents who, um, you know, I always, I grew up always wishing I had a good testimony. Like I wish, you know, I had like a yeah. <laughs> um, some crazy story of God meeting me when I was, you know, um, on the side of the road or, you know, doing bad stuff. But my testimony is that I have, uh, was raised by two wonderful faith filled parents who showed me the way. And, um, so grew, grew up in church and played sports my whole life. Never really got in much trouble. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, we all have, have those seasons when we're working on our testimony and, uh, you know, it was the, some, some, uh, <laughs> Thank God for God's grace. Got out of college and um, came back home. And I it was 2008, 2009. So there was kind of an, that was a recession time. I was confident. I was, you know, had a degree. No one was hiring. My own dad couldn't get me a job, you know, and I was kind of had an identity crisis. Like, God, you know, like what, what you know, what do you want me to do? Um, who am I? What do you want me to do? Like, like what's next? And I was, uh, I, I started going to a small group at my church that actually my not, you know, she wasn't then my wife now was, she was leading uh, that small group and our church had a summer camp. And so I, you know, I 
jumped in. We had a bunch of young adults and um, was just praying, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And I felt like he, he just, he gave me one word. Um, and he told me to serve. And so that summer I, our church, you know, had a summer camp and I just, I started serving. I literally, I served in the kitchen. I served in the concession stand. I served on the volleyball court. I mean, I was there from the minute it opened to, you know, th- till it cl- closed that whole summer. Long story short, you know, a couple years later, I, you know, I'd gotten a job. Um, my wife and I had dated and got married and, um, I was, I had done, was doing a, a sales job at a construction company and quit that, quit that job. No clue what I was going to do. And my father-in-law was like, Hey, why don't you come and help, you know, help build this summer camp. We're kind of, we were, you know, basically in a transition season from the, the oh. person who was leading it. And I was like, sure, I'll do it for a little bit. Uh, well, long story short, you know, a couple of years later, I was, um, I was, you know, uh, when I was like, I was leading the summer camp and was running it. And it's just, it's funny how God does that, where I was just like, okay, I'll just, I'll serve, I guess. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just going to go serve at the summer camp. And then, you know, quickly, you know, two, three, four years later, I'm standing on the stage and praying for kids and we've got a leadership conference and, um, and yeah. And so did that for almost a decade and, um, and then, you know, things, things happen and that's a whole nother story. But then, uh, God moved us to, uh, Fort Worth and, my wife is on staff at our church. She's our uh, she's over. She's on the preaching team, executive team. leads our leads the women's ministry here. And and I recently start kind of started my own business. And um, yeah, so that's kind of kind of my quick you know quick background. Um, but it's yeah. it's uh, it's a story of God's faithfulness uh, through the life's uh, funs, highs, and lows. Yeah, mm. no. great. Hey, thanks for sharing well, that. Yeah, and I guess we want to find out. You've mentioned golf in there. Uh, we do have a question in here. What do you do for fun? You can't include golf because you described it already. It doesn't sound like fun to me. So, so what? What else do you do, Chandler? Honestly, that is that has been my um, recently. It was actually last year. I I got into it, um, and the reason why I actually so it's kind of a joke. Like if you play if you play baseball, like the next thing you do once you get done is you just go you go to golf. So. The the minute I got done playing college ball, I went and took lessons. It was so frustrating. I took one lesson. I was like, I hate this. I'm never doing this again. And that was, you know, 2009, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I last year I was like, man, I I want to do. I want to tackle something, do something that is going to humble me, <laughs> that I'm gonna have to work at. It's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy. Like I'm actually gonna have to like, apply myself fully or at some level to trying to get decent at something and so i was like i'm gonna do golf and uh and honestly i i the first few times i went to play guys it was like walking into the lunchroom as a freshman in high school and you're you know you feel like you you don't know where to sit and who your friends are and you're like (laughs) nervous and you you know you think someone's gonna make fun of you dude it's 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 a fun so golf is my that's kind of my one um, my one fun, I, I practice, we, I'll take the girls out. We'll set up a blanket, do a picnic, you know, hit golf balls and all that stuff. So it's, that's kind of my, my fun thing right now. We'll, no. we'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah. I, I love it too. <laughs> I love it too. Um, just to, just to frame our, our conversation, yeah. because we're going to talk about kind of, uh, you know, 
social media, getting your church known, that kind of thing. Would you just explain, you know, in your bio, you're the president of Free Church Media, mm. the owner of the marketing uh, co-op. Uh, would you explain what they are and what kind of services and what you do as, you know, part of your role now? Yeah, so Free Church Media is a really cool story. Um, I, won't, I won't get into it, but basically having led a summer camp and working with and being around many churches from all over the country of different sizes, I realized that most churches, especially at the kind of sub-ministry levels, youth, youth ministry, young adults, whatever, they don't have the, the resources, the finances to, to have high-quality graphics, sermon series, videos, bumper videos, countdown videos, whatever, whatever it is. And, um, and so we, you know, so basically free church media, we, we, we create, we curate good, like high quality, free graphics and videos for churches. And, um, and I, again, I, my heart is for the local church and I, I, we believe us, everyone, we believe that the gospel is the greatest message and it needs to be communicated and displayed excellent. And yeah. so we just want to make sure that if, if churches don't have those resources, they have something they can get and see and, and, you know, like use resources that are attractive, that are appealing to people. Um, I think, yeah. I think that matters. And then, um, yeah, on the, on the marketing side, um, I'm, you know, I started my own marketing consulting business, uh, last year and really just want to help churches create a, a actual plan and strategy to communicate the greatest message and the greatest organization, the greatest yeah. cause on earth. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's, there's a gap there and the churches, not every church, but a lot of churches, they're still catching up. And it, yeah. I feel like when it comes to displaying, communicating, advertising, marketing, it's churches are, are just, they were a little behind on having a game plan and knowing and understanding uh, how to, what to do, how to communicate, how to display it, and how to attract people to their church, to their social media, whatever it may be. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love that. Great, mm -hmm. great free resources there, and uh, some paid stuff as well. So, th yeah. think, thinking of churches, then, I mean, you've mentioned a little bit there, Chandler, but what do you think are the biggest challenges churches face when it comes to getting their story known or getting themselves out there? I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I was, you know, I was thinking about this when I was going over, you know, going over the questions and I mean, there's, there's many, you know, there's many, many obstacles that churches have. Obviously we're, you know, you've got the staff that you have to have, you know, you need, you got the lead pastor and then you need a worship pastor and a kid's pastor. And, and so it's like getting to a place and a size and finding someone that can focus on that and take, you know, what the church is doing, the ministry, the message, the, the testimonies, the, you know, the stories and, in capturing those, communicating those email, you know, whatever, whatever forms there are, it's a lot. It really is. It's, it's a lot. And, and that's, a, I'll say when it comes to the digital space, it's constantly moving. You know, I think, when it comes to other ministry positions and within the church there, you know, it, it, things change, but it's, it's all, there's just a lot of the key foundations of the church and roles there. There's some similarities. There's some, some basic things, but when it comes to the digital online space, it's just, it, it's a lot and it's ever changing. And so having someone that 
that whether they're a volunteer or, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Um, and so it, it's, it's trying to find, and, and that's what I'm, I, I'm, my, I'm passionate about. It's like, I want to, yeah. I want to help like, Hey, whether it's me, you don't have to hire me, but here's the things that you need to do. Here's the things that are helpful. Here's the ways that you can reach mm-hmm. your community because the truth is, even if someone, I would, I would say that even if someone gets invited to a church, they're gonna go online. Mm. They're gonna do the research. Like we do it with everything. Like I just recently moved. You know, I, I grew up my entire life in the same in the same little city, right? So I knew every. I knew where I knew where the best restaurants were. Who the best mechanic was. I had my doctor. I moved, and I didn't know anybody. So I'd ask my friends at church, hey, I need this, I need this. Even if one of my good friends here told me something, hey, this is the best, this is the, guess what I'm doing? I'm still going online. I'm still yeah. going, let me look. And even if my good friend recommends something, I'm going, yeah, I don't know, man. Their, their, their website's trash. They have no reviews. <laughs> it looks like a sketchy place. I'm going to go somewhere else. Um, and the truth is people are doing that with churches. And so I think it matters. It matters to be excellent in every area and and excellence is doing the best with what you have. Obviously not everyone, you know, I get it, but we've got to do the best with what we have. So um, it's, we've got to utilize that space. And I think we've got to fill, fill up that space because it can be a both dark and a place where we can bring the light and, and try to reach people with the greatest message on earth. Mm. So, so just thinking of that, uh, space, what do you think is the, um, you know, like speaking to churches now, what's the significant opportunity for that church, for a church at at the moment in terms of, you know, that online space? Mm. Yeah. I mean, you can, the truth is, is that if churches or, you know, even pastors, leaders, you know, they, they have a message, you can reach more people like daily than you can on a Sunday. Like that's the truth online. You you can compound very quickly. Not, and I'm not even talking about like nationally, like I'm talking about in your area, reaching people and, but, but it comes down to knowing how to, and also crafting a message in, in speaking to where people are speaking to people's pain, their hurt. Um, You know, and, and I think sometimes, you know, we, churches go online and they talk, they're talking to Christians. Like we, we can't, you've got to figure We've got to figure out ways to communicate and appeal to people in, in and around us and online that, that they're asking these questions, they're searching for these things. And so there's a great opportunity to, to actually communicate in, to create messages and content that people are, you know, they want to engage in. And like I said, the truth is you can reach, a church's message, their team, their pastor, they can reach more people online than you probably ever will on a Sunday in a, you know, in a church building. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. And uh, great, great insights, yeah, I think, yeah. for people and for leaders just Definitely. to think through who are they reaching and thinking beyond, like mm. we're just putting this content out here to communicate information to the church. I guess it's good for us to think and dig in a little bit. Like, let's say a church is interested in doing the social stuff, getting online, um, thinking of marketing. You know, what, what, what's your advice to a church if they maybe haven't got um, 
a staff member to do that, or maybe they, they've got a tiny budget, like lots of churches don't necessarily have a big budget for this. What, what's yeah. your advice? What, what, what do they need to do first? That's a good question. Um, I think, well, I'll say this. The, the most, the, the content that is the most, you know, can be obviously depends, but the content that's the most time and energy and thought and prayer has gone into is on Sunday. So, so how can you, how can you compound that content? So what can you do with a Sunday sermon? Obviously you can, you know, take it. There's, there's, you know, there's, apps out there and you can hire people to do it. Or, I mean, honestly, find someone, find a young person who knows how to, you know, they can get on their phone and edit a video. It doesn't have to be complicated, but take yeah. Sunday sermon one, cut up, you know, cut up the good pieces of that Sunday sermon. But you can also, I mean, from the Sunday sermon, you can, you know, use AI or whatever and create a blog. You can create, you know, basically sermon summaries. Hey, here's, here's the Sunday sermon takeaways from this week, you know, and, and craft that message and put it into different forms throughout the week. Um, so that way, and I'm, I'm saying this is a very simple, like, okay, what's the easy way to, to create yeah, content? Yeah. What I'm trying to keep it like very, very simple, mm. but how can you create those things? And like, for instance, right now, the most, you know, especially on Instagram, the kind of what the algorithm wants is reels and carousels. Well, mm. great. Take the Sunday sermon, cut up some reels, schedule that, take the Sunday sermon and create carousel posts on Canva. If you're at 501c3, Canva's free. Well, it used mm. to be. I think it still is. But either way, it's not that expensive. Mm. And and now with AI, you can do, I mean, you can do anything. I mean, there's so many apps like, you know, Otter. Otter is free mm. for 501c3s as well. You can run a YouTube video through Otter. It'll transcribe it. There you go. You can create a blog. You got all the content. You can create, you know, I mean, like just kind of, again, take Sunday Sermon. Look at that. Take that content. Your pastor or if you're a pastor, you have poured your heart and soul into that. You spent 20, 30, 40 hours. Mm-hmm. Man, we, we've got we've to utilize that content and stretch it out over, you know, over, you know, the next week or two. And, um, and, and then, you know, is for blogs, man, every church needs to have a blog one, because people want to, some people want to read, some people want to listen, some people want to watch. Um, but also that's good for, for SEO, which is search engine optimization. That's going to help your church's website to increase their Google rank people to find you. I mean, all those things. So that, 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 that's what I would say. Kind of a simple thing is, is utilize the, the message on Sunday and spread that out and create different content from the content that's already created. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like recreating, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Re- recreating what we have. And I think I think we have to, um, and maybe you can speak into this a little bit, Chandler. But uh, remembering uh, the why behind we're doing it. Um, you know, yep. it's 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 about getting that message out there, like you said earlier, and um, and so I wondered if you'd uh, maybe speak into that a little bit for churches in the fact of uh, you know a lot of people will be thinking, or oh, that 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 seems like a lot of work. I wonder if you'd just mm. relate that to like, yeah, but actually here's here's what that work. You know, even some of that stuff's not not that you know, not that much work, but here's what that can bring about into a church. I mean, I'll say this, and some of this is, again, my opinion, so, you know, it's it's all up for discussion. Um, 
being consistent online, whether it's, you know, website, content, YouTube, creating stuff, again, you're going to be able to reach and encourage, you know, if you're adding value again, for me, when you're creating content and putting stuff out, it needs to add value. Not, now not everything's going to add value. I get it. You, you, you've got to send some emails that are maybe a little bit more like, Hey, here's what's going on. Okay. Whatever. There's ways to do both at the same time. But the truth is being consistent, creating content, having a game plan, making sure your message is clear and you're, you're talking to people, you're inviting them into the story, you're talking to their pain points and not just, you know, putting out announcements, you're going to be able to reach like this, the online space is going to reach and bring more people into your church. It can than any single person in your church. Mm. So the investment at some level in someone helping someone doing someone creating content I think it needs to be considered a little bit more because you, you even your people online creating content that they want to share and utilize to invite or send to friends again it's going to bring it's going to it's going to reach more people and more people are going to see it and more people are going to come through your doors than any any single person any any person you could pay on your staff it's going to it's going to reach and bring more people like that's that's my that's what I think right now. And I think, I think, you know, I put a post out like this and it was kind of a satire or not satire, but you know, with social media, you kind of have to be polarizing it. And it's a little annoying, but it's what people, they just, every time you do it, it gets more interaction. And so I'm like, okay, I'll play the game. Um, (laughs) But I put a post out that said, uh, if Jesus was alive today, he would have a videographer like walking around with him and basically recording, like basically like a Gary V like he would be putting out content constantly. Um, and like, you know, I think nowadays with churches, I would consider highly consider having someone that can capture and create and post content should be at the top of the, uh, who I'm going to hire next list. <laughs> um, now yeah. that's debatable of course, but that's just, that's just a, a, a thought that I think should, should be considered in investing in, um, cause I think it allows you to, at some at many levels to train your leaders, disciple people, mm. walk them through, you know, courses, you know, creating that every evergreen content that you can utilize and, you know, on, you know, onboarding or, you know, people that are new to your church, Hey, watch this, go through this class online and, and, you know, find out who we are, find out what, how to pray, what, whatever those things are. I think it's, there's a lot of benefits to it. Well, Chandler, it's been so good to have you on the Church Explained podcast and I want to thank everyone for listening to the Church Explained podcast. Don't forget to support us by uh, subscribing, sharing, leaving a review wherever you're consuming this content. And as Chandler said, we do have free resources at icon.church forward slash open where you can get free resources for yourself and for your church. But we look forward to seeing everyone next time on the Church Explained podcast. We'll see you soon.